Sophie Jaramillo, come on down. <laughs> Natalie Cowan, come on down. <laughs> Paul Rucker, come on down. <laughs> you are all contestants on The Body, The Blood, The Michelada, a, a podcast. podcast. Oh my god, this is so exciting. Guys. So beautiful. <laughs> Live from my bedroom. Live from the Sophie Harmiel Studios. I like that you in Santa Fe Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's Always dying. keeping it classy, guys. My microphone sounds so loud. When you yeah, listen to this recording, it's gonna be so loud. Are you sure your volume's all the way up on here? I'm, I'm sure it's pretty low, but I'm watching it. This one over here, whoever's this is, got that's, up to the red. That's me, I think. I don't know. You're the middle one. I'm the middle. I'm the first guy. <laughs> I'm the first guy. Oh my god, guys. So, um, we, um, haven't recorded in, like, a month. I know, it's so sad. This is, a uh, season two, part two. Season two, part two. We keep having, um, hiatuses. Hiatuses. To be fair, though, Natalie and I, we were supposed to record the day that we celebrated our birthdays, but we went to brunch first. <laughs> yeah, that was a mess. <laughs> Um, it got messy. Brunch was supposed to be like, what? It was like an hour, hour and a half show. Yeah. We were in downtown LA for seven hours. To be fair, because we were very drunk. I was not. They, I was babysitting. Okay, okay. But they said bottomless mimosas and they were bottomless. They were bottomless mimosas. They, the man, like, our glasses wouldn't be completely empty. Welcome back. Um, but yeah, it got messy. Um, there was bottomless mimosas. Our glasses were never allowed yeah, to Yeah, as soon as it was a empty. little sip gone, they would run over and refill it. And then we're like, oh, no, it's fine. They're not strong. <laughs> I mean, I stopped drinking. I mean, they weren't though. strong, but if you have 10. Yeah. Eventually, I think I just went around the table and finished them all off. You did. I watched you. At the end, you just downed them. Frank is a bad influence on me. <laughs> I was just trying to get my money's worth. I know, I paid $40 for that brunch, and I ate potatoes. Because they promised me vegan options, and there were none. And then they were like, oh... Was it 40 um, or was it 60 It was $60 a person, huh? It was 45 was it 40 45, 45? Yeah. Stupid. So stupid. So angry. It was so bad to the point where the drag queens didn't even want to interact with us. That's true. Like, that's how messy it was. It was messy. And so uh, that's why um, we didn't record an episode after November. But then the worst thing happened. Paul and I were hit by the plague. I got so sick. I was so sick. I was dying. Yeah. Same. I'm still dying. You can hear my voice. Yeah. Like, I'm not well. Um, I, I should probably go to the doctor, but I have I not. I took two Doctors are expensive. sets of z I mean, I, <laughs> I have insurance. I just don't use it. Time. I don't have time the time. Is and you know, my days off, like, I don't want to go to the doctor. I want to sit there and do nothing and waste my entire day. Yes. Listening I to the body, the blood, the Mitchell. Excellent point. And drinking. Mitchell. Why go to the doctor when you can drink? That's true. Drink a day. An apple teeny a day keeps the doctor away. Mm-hmm. It's science. You can't argue science. That's true. Very true. Unless you're a Republican. That's true. Then you can argue whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Anyways, mm. Um, in between the birthday and the illness, I had a chance. child. Yes, I had a child. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a dumpster baby. It's fine. Dumpster baby. I mean, it was only like maybe five days Stop in between. Your it's really harsh in my vibe. But um, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> is inspired by the fact that I got to be um, in the audience of The Price is Right, Woo. the game show. The game show that takes place right here in Hollywood. Right here in Hollywood, yes. With Hollywood. Drew Carey. Carey. I miss Bob Barker. I miss Bob Barker so much. He's still, he's alive. still alive. He's oh, still good. alive and a wonderful man. I don't know if he's that wonderful. No, no, no. He just wanted us to spay and neuter our pets because he wanted us to be responsible in that Help sense. control the pet population. But he was also, um, wasn't he like a serial uh, he was sexual like, harasser? Yeah, he harassed all the oh, models. Oh, no. He got sued a couple times. <gasps> yeah. I don't want to hear that. I'm sorry. I, I've, I've known that for, like, before Me Too. I don't yeah. like that. 
He gets accused like every other year by a model. It's like, you know when the groundhog sees its shadow? And you know, like, we're going to get more winter? That's how we know if we're going to get another season of Price is Right. Mm. Bob Barker touches some model's boobs. <laughs> what about now? It's Drew Carey. Drew Carey I haven't heard anything. Nice I've, I've heard, anything heard that he's very pleasant. Mean about Drew Carey. I think he's nice. Yeah. I didn't like him when he first started on The Price is Right because he just seemed so unenthusiastic mm-hmm. and boring. Mm-hmm. But now he seems okay. He's I think like, he got into it. I yeah. like that in between um, the commercial, their commercial breaks while you're there, he kind of does like a stand-up thing and interacts with the audience. Oh, that's fun. He doesn't need to because he could take breaks when we're taking breaks. But no, he's pretty interactive. Even um, the announcer, I forgot his name. I feel bad. Um, that guy. That guy. He's really, he's really nice. Johnny Olson. We were like seated right next to him, so anytime that there was a break, he would just be talking to me. I went with uh, my friend Desi and her boyfriend, Greg. It's Greg, right? Greg, yes. We need to remember that because we're going to be pregnant. Well, I get confused now because there's a Craig in my house, and I'm like, is it Greg or is it Craig? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, um... They, um, they, at the end of the week, got engaged, so uh, this episode is dedicated to them. Aww. Yay! Um, whether we got onto the show or not, I can't reveal until mm. the air date, which is February 26th. That's my birthday. It's Paul's birthday. So, um, you guys will have to just tune in and see if myself... See if you can see Sophie in the audience, maybe. Yeah. Or Desi or Greg ended up being called up, or you could just see us going fucking crazy in the audience. Yes. Woo! Also, send me birthday presents. I'll send Paul birthday presents, especially if you go on the prices, right, and yes. you win a prize. Please do, because someone ate his Christmas present. Oh my god, and someone at my work me. ate my Christmas presents. They ate my pistachios, and they did steal my coupons. They, ate they stole my the son. they stole the coupons out of my box. Why? It's coupons for vegan snacks. I know. You should just ask around, like, hey, do you know who took this? Because then I feel like somebody might mess up just because they feel guilty. I'm gonna make them feel really bad. You should. Oh, cry. I will. I I was so upset. Like I was so upset. I would be stole upset too. That's my pistachios and my carrot sticks. And his carrot sticks. My carrot yes, sticks. And his coupons. And My coupons. his coupons. Like, what assholes? So rude. Ugh. Anyways, this episode goes out to you, Desi and Greg, because we love you and we know you listen. Also, um, thanks for inviting me to the prices, right? I'm also going to shout out my friend Kiki because she's been waiting for a new episode. Oh, sorry, so this is for you, Kiki. Kiki. Also, are you a man that lives in Ontario? She's not. Not, not, not Kiki. Are you a man <laughs> who lives in Ontario, random person who is listening, who may have um, re- recommended this podcast to a random Barnes & Noble associate with green hair? In Ontario, California. Not Barnes and Noble, Ontario, California. Anyone, please reach out to us. Thank because you. Because please reach out to us on our Instagram, and we will send you a sticker. Ooh. We will send you a sticker. Also, I don't believe that this story is true, <laughs> so I just need some confirmation. Because who the hell is recommending us to uh, somebody we know? We're funny. We are funny. Am I funny? We could get recommendations. This is how we network through random people in Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and what Noble. if we just go to Barnes and Noble and hand out cards to people? Maybe. We should go to a convention. Do they have podcasters convention? They do have podcasters. We could go to VidCon. No, that's expensive. Also, you don't want to be around those people. (sighs) Well, we don't want to be around people. I like the idea of VidCon, though. Because I remember remember the first VidCon. Did you go to VidCon? I remember the first VidCon, too. But I remember when it was created. Yeah, exactly. Because it was created by. I was living in Virginia at the time. It was John and Hank Green. They did it. It's all thanks to them. them. The Vlogbrothers. I know they still do things, but. They still do Vlogbrothers. They (laughs) They have so many other sub channels. There's a podcast, John and Hank. They also have separate ones. They all do Crash Course. They have History and Science. They have SciShow. Uh, now the they're both. Was studying now for, they're like, both novelists because stuff, Hank just released his second novel. Yeah. The first one was apparently really good. I have it. I haven't read it yet, and I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And then I bought John's newest novel, Turtles All the Way Down. I just haven't read it. Is it about 
Probably. They're all about cancer. But I love them. Except an abundance of Catherine's. I could not read it. It was not good. I didn't like it. I have read Looking for Alaska. Also, I want to watch Looking for Alaska. I haven't yet. It's on Hulu. It looks boring. Ugh, that's one of my favorite of his books. It's a good book, but I just it looks like boring. Mm, maybe really because boring. like it doesn't appeal to us now that yeah, we're maybe older that I'm an adults. adult now. Maybe I really like the Paper the Towns movie though. We the book's were kind good. Of, uh, like, the Paper the Towns was good. Yeah, I love Paper Towns. I like the fault on our stars. Yeah, I, I like the, the book. It was really good. The movie was a little cheesy, but I enjoyed it. I, I went with my ex and I cried. In so the two dollar theater, and then it just being a mess at two dollar theater. <laughs> No. The sound was weird. Oh, no, I saw it when it first came out. I made my ex take me, and then I cried. And then you broke up. And then we broke up. Because of cancer. Because of cancer. He had cancer. He died. And you were like, ugh, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I was like, you know, we broke up before he died. He died a day later of mm-hmm. heartbreak. Yeah. Because I broke his heart. And then I moved on. remember that lady that ate too much wasabi, and she <laughs> ended up getting heartbreak <laughs> syndrome? From, from was, was it from real wasabi, wasabi or was it like the cheapo shit they give you at little crappy sushi places I that like is it's just horseradish cheap, it's a cheap garbage but she ate too much of it <laughs> it said that she thought that it was guacamole but that doesn't make sense why would they give you a small at a sushi place food? like a tiny little she's stupid she yeah. deserves to <laughs> die <laughs> she deserves the heartbreak from the ginger wasabi she ate what an idiot yeah what a stupid idiot. If you've ever mistaken wasabi for guacamole, you're stupid. <laughs> it's called survival of the fittest, and you are not the fittest. That's true. You're what Darwin was talking about. <laughs> Wait, are you talking to me? No, you know the difference. Have you eaten a mouthful of wasabi thinking it was guacamole? Oh, no, I know the difference. There you go. I think I have a, a visitor. A visitor? A visitor! Oh my god. Are you saying we have a guest coming on the show right now? No. 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 It'll never happen. I'm not answering the door. Are you kidding me? I'm not even wearing a bra. (laughs) Never stopped you before. That's That's true. true. So what are we drinking today? Uh, Today we are drinking winning pear martinis. Ooh. Yes. They are made with pear nectar, vodka, lemon juice, and mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. of simple syrup. Delicious. Yes, they they're so they're really good. good. Look at how flushed my face is from the one drink. I am <laughs> I am drunk, but that's because I make them and I have to drink vodka. I'm pretty okay. Well, I also didn't eat today, so all I've had is vodka. I didn't eat either. Well, I had a single piece of vegan fried chicken. I had. <laughs> Some sliced up pear mm. that was the garnishes. Got it, got it, got it. And then vodka. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Winning pear martini. We're on a liquid diet. Yeah. My dog is very upset about um, Hanukkah. That's fine. It's okay. We can just lift to the drag show later. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to a drag keep show. Keep on drinking this. there. No one better throw up. No, no. I swear to God. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to have those terrible cocktails yes, that are made out of wine it's always the terrible cocktails <laughs> made out of wine and you i always choose like a decent one and for some reason you always get a disgusting cocktail they always have and like then i end up finishing it for you cocktail? and then you go and get something else and we're like ooh, a signature but it's always something disgusting it's like but it sounds so good i know but it's <laughs> it's always like oh, raspberry so with our fun. like vodka and then but I drink it, and it's just wine that they made somehow. See, that's why I don't get... The first time they explained it to us, they were like, oh, this is... Like, it's a special wine alcohol that, like, we make mixers out of. But no, you can see it. It's just bottles of wine that they add other shit to. Mm-hmm. That's punch. It's yeah. nothing more. They just serve punch, and they call it and other things, they and they charge you $20 sangria. for it. They do. They have sangria. I should have just ordered that. We should just order sangria. Why don't we just get sangria? Why are, why are we dumb bitches? They're already well, making wine punch, like, might as well. Yeah. And I think it's cheaper than the cocktails that they make. I don't know. And then they have single and double. How do you have a double when there's... <laughs> it's just wine. It's just they're pouring bigger, and they charge you double. Like, ugh. Stop. Stop, stop, well, stop, stop. That's why we're pre-gaming now, so then we could just rip, get ripped <sighs> off a little bit. Later. Yeah. We'll just get, like, one drink there. There is a bar down the street. It's at the Rosenbaum. Hotel. It is very good. Mm. The other night on Christmas. Because I'm classy. 
But anyhow, um, does anyone have a story for us? I have a story. Oh Great, because I'm um, still researching mine. Wonderful. <laughs> we always prepare. I'm so prepared. We're professionals. Such professionals. Okay. Have you guys ever heard of the show called Press Your Luck? It was mm. in the 80s, so okay. I understand if you haven't. Mm. It sounds familiar, but there's literally been like billions of game shows. Okay, so they would basically ask you trivia questions. Okay. And if you got the trivia question right, you got a spin. Okay. And the spin was like this big board, and it would be like um, a bunch of squares, and they would light up with different things. And you would hit a button to stop it, uh. and you didn't want to get whammies. Okay. If you got the whammy, you lost. And people would go, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Okay, is that where it's from? Yeah. Okay. That's where that is from. Well, there was this man named Michael Larson, who was an out-of-work ice cream man, which I don't understand how. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> what is up with ice cream men and being shady? Um, no one all said. Ice cream men are shady. No one said Mr. Larson was shady. Yet. He was shady. He, he was shady. shady. I was shady. But like shady. later, you know who's an ice cream man? Um, oh, Rupert Grint. Yeah, my celebrity crush is an ice cream man. Yes. Also, the creepiest of the trio. Yeah. But he's so hot. I think is he's he? so hot. I think so. Oh, wait, no, I was about to say, he's very tall, according to that costume I saw. Mm, he's but then hard. I realized it was... Um, what's his face? Who plays Malfoy? What's his name? Uh, Tom, Tom Felton. Felton. Tom Felton. He's unfortunate looking, though. Oh, my God, his hairline. He grew into something else. But Neville... Oh, my, oh my God. God. Looks so hot. I, I want a long bottom. <laughs> I would... I'm still hoping a long bottom. And Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. He can get it. Oh, yeah. And we've all seen his penis because he performed naked in Equius yes. on Broadway. If Equius ever comes to L.A., can we see it? Yeah. Yes. We could do yeah full frontal nudity. Well, there's a few full frontal nudity shows. There's, Let's um, just go to strip clubs. We could just go to a strip club. I don't know club. why you're going to Can we go to so one of those difficult? strip clubs where they let you touch their penises? Let's go to that one that's like the penis puppet show in <gasps> Vegas. Oh, okay. my God. Why aren't we Oh, yeah, we now? saw it. Yeah, and we just never win. Because <laughs> it was at a random sex shop. In the weed district, which is a new thing there. That's fine. I would gladly go to the weed district to see a penis to puppet see show. A penis puppet show at a <laughs> That's not like the best Vegas trip that, ever. That's true. It's also that's just a couple blocks away from the Zach Baggins haunted ass. It is. We could walk. For, oh my god. We could see penises. Go get haunted. Get weed. Yeah. You know that one time we took that terrible bike ride in the middle of the night <laughs> in Vegas, what I was most terrified of was riding past Zach Baggins Museum. You rode like, past his museum? We didn't, oh. but I knew we were in the area, so I was like, if we go by there, we're going to be cursed. <laughs> I was I just that's crazy. what you were afraid of when I was afraid of, like, drug Dying. dealers murdering us. And then literally everyone we passed, like, on our route was like, be careful, ladies. <laughs> Yeah, because they saw you riding a bike in the dark through downtown Las Vegas. Not downtown Las like the boonies of Las oh Vegas. Oh my god. <laughs> we we made like it. We got to the base. You could have died. We're fine. You could have died. Anyway, Michael Larson, he was an out-of-work ice cream man who would watch Press Your Luck at home every day okay. because I guess no one's buying ice cream. How are you an out-of-work ice cream man? <sighs> Times are hard. When is ice cream not? Maybe like, he couldn't afford to pay for the truck anymore. Maybe. He couldn't buy the ice cream. Yeah, that might be it. Not enough kids the were buying ice cream. The dry ice was just getting there you too go. pricey. Um, so anyway, so he watches the show, and he notices that there are two squares that never get whammies. And then from there, he figured out the pattern that the, st- that the show used. Uh-huh. So he figured out the pattern, he figured out the rhythm, and then he was like, I gotta get on this show, I can win. So he goes on the show, um, answers the trivia questions, gets a ton of spins, ends up walking away with $110,237. Wow. He could have won more, but when he was playing, he hit the whammy, he hit the button, um, a little late. Uh-huh. He didn't get a whammy, but he get, ended up getting some random thing that wasn't money, uh-huh. and it spooked him. So he gave up his extra spins. He was like, nah, I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm good with this amount of money. The studio obviously was freaking out because they're like, this guy has to be cheating. They determined 
it was not cheating. It's not cheating just to know the pattern. Yeah. So he got to keep his winning. Nice. Which was awesome. Good job, Michael. Um, then what happened? Well, then he spent a shit ton of money because he's an idiot. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that happens with game shows and like people that win the lottery. They just don't know what to do. But usually the people who become unfortunate from like winning lottery, they win millions. Like $100,000. Like That's a I good people, chunk of money. I'm going to tell you right now. If I won $10,000... I would blow it immediately. Same. I mean, true. I would blow $12,000 if I won $10,000. That's usually what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how much money do you win? If I won 10000 I would definitely blow twelve. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not even all of my debt, so yeah. 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 Another guest? Another what? guest. <gasps> we, have to have, we have to make one of these people come into here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hanukkah celebration. Do you want to talk about game shows with us? What's your favorite game show? Wrong. <laughs> What's your favorite side of the dreidel? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. I don't know what the size of the dreidel means. Me I can maybe have Craig explain Oh, make it. Craig explain Hanukkah to us. Oh, my loudest aunt is here. You can hear her sh- like talking normally. Wonderful. <laughs> um, so, Michael... Just blows through most of his money okay. in like two years, and then there's a radio contest going on. The radio contest is if you have a, ser- a dollar matching the serial number that they call out, you win thirty thousand dollars. Oh, and he's like, "Oh, bet! Like that's dope. I'm gonna do this because I need money." Oh, bet! Yeah. So he's um, what's his name? He's Drew. Alex Andrew. Oh. So he gets all of his money, the $50,000, out of the bank in single-dollar bills so he oh, can try to match them. Wow. Not only does he not match them, he left all of his money in his house, the $50,000 in single-dollar bills, goes to a party, and come back, comes back to find out that he's been robbed. Oh, my fucking God. All of his money's gone. Why did he leave $50,000? <laughs> Because he left $50,000 in single dollar bills just like chilling in his house. Okay. So now he's poor. Wonderful. If he was smart, he should have taken out the 50000 gone through him, deposited it, uh-huh. then withdrew another 50000 just kept doing that to yeah, serial Yeah, just kept doing numbers. it, just kept cycling, but he didn't <clears throat> do that. He just let it chill? He just let it chill, like, I don't know, in a bag in his house or something? I mean, he... $50,000 in single dollar bills is so, so much, much money. I wonder if he just, like, just left it around. chilling on the table and someone, like, would peek into the window and was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna yeah. go in here. They were probably really disappointed because it was all ones, but... I would have been stoked. I would have poured it all on the ground and then rolled around in it, but like, this dumbass. Yay! So we're recording this on <laughs> the last night of Hanukkah, and we're having a get-together because my mom's partner is, um, he's Jewish. We weren't invited, though. We're in the corner so we're of the in my room, um, tucked away, and uh, that's why you hear a bunch of shouting. They're just using their indoor voices. So, um, there you go, guys. That's my explanation for all that. Knife in my pocket was stabbing me. Anyway, um, so then he decides to try to make his money back, so he starts a Ponzi scheme, which is like a fake lottery. And ends up wanted by the FBI, so he has to go into hiding. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then guess what happens? He got struck by lightning. He died. <laughs> what? He's dead serious? now. <clears throat> yeah. How did oh he my die? God. He died in 1999 from throat cancer. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> All this money, and it still couldn't save him. And it couldn't save my throat. It couldn't save his throat cancer. I don't... I, I assume he smoked. Maybe. Or sucked a lot of dick. I mean, yeah. Anything. Is that giving throat cancer? I don't know. I know Maybe. according to... What's his name? I feel like... Michael Douglas? Douglas? Michael Douglas? He, who's married to Catherine Data jones Oh, yeah. A lot of... Um, yeah. He said a lot of ca- uh, cuddlingus caused his throat cancer. Hmm. I don't know about that. Poor Catherine Zeta-Jones. I would think maybe sucking dick just because... What do you mean, poor Ca- Catherine Zeta-Jones? I was. I mean that like he put her out like that. Like, that sucks. <laughs> Good for Catherine Data Jones. Like, uh, yeah. get it. But also, like, he's know, like, telling everyone your vagina causes cancer. Maybe the constant, like, ramming of a penis into the back of your throat. Did you hear about that guy that he was sucking dick uh-huh. and he, like, tore up the back of his throat? What was on the end and of the And he ended penis? up having to go to the hospital. 
Why was the penis so sharp? I don't know. What happened? I think he just got like... Yeah, like maybe it was just too big and then they were just too vigorous. Oh my god. How like, You have to be pretty... Damn. Just like destroyed his oh my throat god. he ended up going to the hospital. Oh my god. Yes. I have to do my, my makeup after. But yeah. Second dick is dangerous, y'all. It is. Be careful out there. Yeah. It's a... It's a jungle out there. It is a jungle out there. And also, be careful with your teeth. Be careful with your teeth. I'm missing one now. I need a fake one. <laughs> too vigorous. I have two fake ones. Too oh. vigorous. Okay. From sucking dick? Mm-hmm. Knocked him right out. Knocked him right out? Knocked him right out. But at least it, at least you still got the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's true. Nice. I didn't blow up my uh, throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, that's the story of Michael Larson. And he died He's of dead. cancer. What a wonderful story. What is it? Wow. Wonderful. Uh, for that, you win um, a new bedroom set. Woo! I'm not giving you any. From Ikea. So you still, have to, I, you have, still just, have to build it. Can I but, just take something out of the room? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm gonna take this. Okay. Timer? Oh, this that's timer. my hair timer. <laughs> Whenever I would bleach my hair, I'd use that. I'm gonna, you want an egg timer? Yay! I have a story. Ooh, I'd love to hear it. It is just as twisty and turny as yours. Thank you. Twisty and um, turny. It's kind of insane. So, from 2003, mm-hmm. this is recent, to 2004, there was a oh. game show on the Game Show Network mm-hmm. called Treasure Trove. Okay. Because uh, the Game Show Network has a bunch of random game shows that they create specifically for their... I can hear my <laughs> family laughing so loud. They're laughing at us. Probably. Not These with us. idiots. So the Game Show Network... <laughs> they have a ton of random game shows like just for them mm-hmm. to fill like time slots. Because I mm-hmm. guess they run syndicated game shows as well as just yeah, random. Yeah, they just run off Ooh, From what I heard... With the prices right for it to go to syndication, it has to be a very good episode, like big winnings and stuff. Ooh. So, I mean, I'm not saying anyone won a lot of stuff, but I have a good feeling that the episode that we were in the audience Might on go to is going to be syndicated. So you'll be Ooh. famous for... So we'll see it. Potentially. Oh, I could become a meme if my face is <laughs> weird. Ooh, we'll have to go <laughs> frame by frame. Yeah, we'll have to meme you out. Okay. I'm down. February 26th, guys. So from 2003 to 2004, game show called Treasure Trove. The game show, it was just basically like a buzzin' and answer style quiz. Okay. The answers were, you, you either gave like, it's A, B, C, or D. Uh-huh. Because they had people of all ages on the show, so it was like easier for people to guess, I guess. Okay. And then like Jeopardy, whoever wins the show goes on to the next like episode. The next episode? Okay. Yeah, so they can win a ton of money. That's not how the price is. That's no. not the prices, right? <laughs> Imagine they just let you come on and keep winning cards. Oh my god. They're like, I have 15 cards when the price is right. So in two, uh, it was in late 2004, a contestant named Sal Beach was on a record streak of 20 episodes. Wow. He won for like two, what is that? That's like two or three months straight. Mm-hmm. And he won every one of his episodes. Can you tell which <laughs> ant is the loudest? I like how the dogs are just barking, too. It's, um, his dad. Oh, okay. Sounds just like him. I mean, that's his dad. Yeah. This is ambiance. This is from the studio. This is how chaotic my life is. So each of his episodes, he basically won by a landslide. He was just, like, raking in the cash. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was suspected that he had been cheating because he won 20 episodes. And had so much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the producer of the show reviewed all of the tapes, but he couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. He was like, something's going on, but definitely not this. So he hired a private investigator whose name was Broderick Bishop okay. to investigate this. Um, he was thinking that the host was helping in some way. But after Broderick reviewed the tapes, he still couldn't come up with an answer. Um... So Broderick was investigating, what's his name? Larry Rodman uh, was the host of the show. He investigated him and found that he was in debt due to gambling problems 
and was dealing with the recent death of his girlfriend. So he's thinking that he's trying to help this contestant cheat in order to split the winnings so he can pay off his gambling debts. Uh, Broderick sat through a live taping of the show, and he was convinced that Sal was cheating because anytime Sal would answer a question, he would mispronounce the answer, and he just seemed like a dumbass in general. Mm-hmm. He was literally like, this guy is so stupid. Like, there's no way yeah. that he's getting all these answers. Um, so in order to get closer to the show... Ollie is very upset. He's so upset at this. He doesn't like cheaters. No, he doesn't. No. So Broderick asked the producer to be put on the show so that he could try to see what's going yeah. on. Because he'd be right next to Sal like as he was cheating. Um, so he agreed, and he was put into the next taping of the show. During the show, like during, it wasn't obvious, it wasn't live broadcast, but they had a live studio audience. But yeah. during the filming, he figured out how he was cheating. He noticed that anytime the uh, the host, Larry, would give a clue, he would hold the cue cards in a certain way mm-hmm. pertaining to either A, B, C, or D. Oh. So Sal knew immediately what the answer was. So, Broderick figured this out mid-taping and started answering all of the questions quicker than Sal. And he won his episode. And then with this, with the information, the producer was able to fire the host uh-huh. and was able to revoke the winnings from Sal. Yes! So they didn't get their winnings. Yes. Because they cheated and Larry lost his job. Good. But there was nothing they could really do as far as... Like the police police involvement because mm-hmm. there is no crime. Like it, I think they could be fined by the FTC, uh, what is it, FTC mm-hmm. or whatever, but whatever. So you think it's over, whatever. But the yeah. drama doesn't stop there. What? While all this was going on, the police were investigating the death of Larry's girlfriend. Oh no! Oh my God! No! So the way that she had died was she crashed through a. Uh, a guardrail and off a cliff. Oh my god. On the way from her home where they lived to the studio. What? So it was like on the path there was a road where there was a steep, not really like, but like a, a steep road and then a guardrail at the end. So she crashed straight through the guardrail and they found out that her brakes had been tampered with. Oh no. And Larry was named as the main suspect in her death. They found the tools that were used to tamper with her brakes inside the garage. Did you know that the last name Akbar is a real last name? <clears throat> oh. I just came across that right now. How many people have that name in the United States? Well, uh, not in the United States, there but at least one general. It's um, popular in Kuwait. Okay. I'm going to name my son Akbar. I know Admiral Akbar's son is in the new yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, I heard that. So, Larry was named as the suspect because they found tools that could be used to tamper with brakes inside the garage mm-hmm. of the home that they shared. And so, upon learning that he was being prosecuted, he was arrested, he called out Sal and he told prosecutors that Sal was blackmailing him. And that's you why know, he when was. When we finally get the sound working, great. This, this is what happens. <laughs> it's gonna pick up literally everything. It's fine. It adds to the ambiance. My this poor is, baby. You hear life. him crying? This is life. This is how it goes. So uh, Larry said that Sal had been blackmailing him to put him on the show and to give him answers in order to win. So you think what kind of blackmail could Sal possibly have on Larry? Mm-hmm. So things get even crazier. Oh my god. Sal had been at the location where Larry's girlfriend had her car crash. He saw it happen and saw her die. And in her last moments of consciousness, she was like in and out and mumbling about how she discovered that Larry was helping another contestant cheat on the show in order to give him money to pay off his gambling debts. So that was true. But he was helping another contestant. And she discovered this and was going to tell the producer. And he was going to lose his job. Mm-hmm. So in order to stop that, he tampered with her car and caused her to crash and die. And Sal 
saw this happen and saw it as an opportunity to extort Larry and get money out of it. You're killing me, Larry! So Larry was convicted of first-degree murder. What? Or not first-degree, whatever it is. <laughs> this story is insane. So Larry was convicted of murder, oh and he's God. currently serving life in prison. Okay. Sal, uh, for extortion in California, the most you can be fined is $10,000. He was fined $10,000, and he served three months in prison. What? Because... Well, for blackmail, the... But I love the, that he, like, used this woman's dying moments to blackmail, to, be like, to get money. Use, I'm gonna do the same shit. What? <laughs> but he didn't murder anyone. No, oh, but, but he just let this woman well, die. He didn't murder her. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so the show Treasure Trove was canceled, and the final episodes were never aired. Oh my god! You, did you hear what game show is coming back? Which one? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, yeah, it's going to be adult. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. and they're actually going to be in a jungle. And they're uh, going to build a set in a jungle. Someone's going to die of malaria. Somebody oh, is. Did you see, oh, my see God, that they're going to Naked and Afraid solo edition where you go up by yourself instead of with a partner? Someone's going to die. Yes. I'm surprised people haven't died from Naked and Afraid. I didn't know that was a thing until you told me. Mm-hmm. And they don't even win any prizes. You don't win They're just win doing it? Anything. You're just bragging. You're right? just out in the jungle or wherever they drop you for 21 days naked. And they're like, bye. Anyways, one time. This isn't my story. This is just a side story. I read an article about somebody who as a kid went on to Legends of the Hidden Temple. And they had fucking PTSD from having to run through the temple. Because they never tell you where the guards are. Uh And it's a really traumatic thing, apparently. That kid sounds like a wuss. Yeah. But, like, she was like, I had to go through so many years of therapy. And it was just... It wasn't worth... The Hidden Temple isn't real. It can't hurt you. Yeah, bitch, it's real. (laughs) (laughs) Then what's behind you? A fucking temple guard. (laughs) And that's my story. Hmm. About Treasure Trove. Anyways, let's try and get into a game show. Other than the price. Oh my god, I would love... I want to go on Wheel of Fortune. I want to be on Wheel of Fortune so I want to go on Jeopardy. boring. I would be terrible at Wheel of Fortune. I'm horrible. I'm with, like, good at Wheel of Fortune. Terrible at Jeopardy. Nonsense. I'm terrible at random knowledge. I, I wish, was great at random knowledge. I wish um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was still on. What was I think the game I would be show that you thought anymore? we would be amazing at? Oh, it's that one where um, it's basically like heads up. Like there's a word and then your friend has to like describe it to you and then you oh. have to figure it out. I think we would have been. I think good we would be that. very good on that. But I think that's on the Game Show Network. Mm. So I don't. I don't watch it regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, a game show I think is stupid. What? That one with it's Jamie Fox where it's like Beat Shazam. Beat Shazam. I don't know. Oh, where is. you have to like figure out what the song is before. Yeah, before Shazam does. Oh, ew! That's like a giant product placement. Yeah, basically. I mean, all game shows are product placements, but I like that one. I don't like it. It's a horrible. That one where they give to tell secrets about yourself mm-hmm. to like win prizes. Oh, to you're tell basically the like, truth? yeah. You're like hooked up to a like a polygraph. Oh no. Oh. And they ask you questions, and you have to answer truthfully, and the questions get harder and harder, and like more personal. Uh huh. And I think one of them, like the woman, there was she like a, a couple. Someone. What? No, she like admitted to cheating on her husband, like right in front of him. <gasps> to win money. To win money, and then like the next question, she lost. What a cunt. What a bitch. I'd be like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> but see, at that point... But at that point, what are you going to do? Because if you lie, they know. And if you tell the truth, they know. Yeah. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. Then you lie and just deny that the thing is right. You know, I would take... there's So there's a class you can take that teaches you how to pass a polygraph. You clench your butthole. Mm-hmm. You do. Anytime that you answer a question, you clench your sphincter. Mm-hmm. And it'll show on the reading. It'll give a, a positive. So then you just give a positive for every answer. And Go then I, ooh, I'm great at that. <laughs> um, You're great at Kegels. It means I have a strong pelvic floor. Yes. A strong vagina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lifting. You could crush a cinder block in there. Mm-hmm. Get some coal. Put <coughs> it up there. Diamond. Diamond, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I went on Jeopardy once with my middle school. Yeah. It was the most boring experience I've ever had. No, it's not exciting unless it's you're so the person. Boring. I heard that it's fun to go no, and watch because Alex Jeopardy. Trebek talks to you between. No, he doesn't. During ep- during maybe breaks. not if you're a school. Maybe maybe he didn't talk to us at all, and then you have to be silent. Yeah. I was like, why do you even have a studio audience if we can't make noise? I don't know. What's the point? I would like to go. That'd be cool. They film it here. Yeah. So, this is a... I don't know if they necessarily have game shows like this now, but they were big in, like, the 70s and the 60s. Back in its heyday when I think game shows were... Like, like all the rage. All mm-hmm. the rage. Mm-hmm. No one had meth yet. No one had meth yet. But the dating game. Oh. Ooh, I know this one. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Okay, so there's a game like the dating game. I think it's in the UK. Uh, you <laughs> you pick... It's like the dating game, but you pick the person based on their genitals. So, oh, so they just show you, like, a picture of their genitals? No, they're actually there. So they're live and naked on stage, but there's frosted glass from their waist up. Oh. And they're just like, okay, do you want this badge yes. or that badge? Yes. And then you choose... Based on what their genitals look like. Okay. Do you guys remember that game, that dating show Next? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So, you know how I um, ended up going into independent study in high school? Mm -hmm. So, um, in the independent study program, they had, like, rotating teachers that would just come in for certain students. Okay. And one of the teachers, she was an actress on the side. And she did, like, this promo for Next, where um, she basically played, like, a dyke gym teacher, and then she started hitting on, like, one of the girls in the bus. And I remember, like, the day after it aired on MTV for the first time, like, everyone in the schoolyard is like, is that the lady? Is that the lezzy gym teacher? (laughs) I sure am, children. (laughs) Oh, my God. I Um, am that lezzy My cousin's still friends with her, Beth. Her name was Beth. Beth, the lezzy gym teacher. She's not a lesbian in real life. Oh, Oh. my God. But she just... So she's stealing jobs from real lesbians. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was... That was just some weird random thing. Just how, like, that one actor said he's not going to play gay people anymore because he's stealing jobs from other gay people. Oh, um... Blaine. Blake. No, Blaine. Yeah, Blaine. Blaine. What's his natural name? Lively. Blaine Lively. Blaine. <laughs> Blaine yeah, Lively. On, on Glee, he was Blaine Anderson. Um, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. He was no, he's great gay. as Hedwig. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry and the Hendersons. Mm. He's gorgeous, though. He's gorgeous. Remember when we saw him on in Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Yes, it was so, so good. good. It was so good. Oh, yeah, him. Chris. Hemsworth. Pine. Chris. Pratt. Chris Cross. Chris Applesauce. Cross. <laughs> give give me the sauce. <laughs> Where's the beef? Okay. Beef Wellington. Chris, 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 not Humphreys. Humphreys is the basketball player. Humphreys. Humphreys. We figured it out. Chris. Krill. O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. Rosary. Catholic Church. (gasps) Priests. The Pope. The Pope. We figured it out, guys. It's a conspiracy. Aliens are from space, mm. space-time continuum, oh, continuing the podcast. <gasps> Darren Chris. Darren Chris. We figured it out. You're welcome. That's the end of the episode, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Good night. The dating game. <laughs> yes, the dating game. The dating game. So, um... Oh, you I'm didn't a- get to pick a prize. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, oh my god, this is, oh, there's too much pressure. Um, Sophie's hair. Okay. <laughs> oh, I already shaved it off. I'll take the rest. Okay, I'm going for a haircut on the 10th. Do you want the clippings? I no, I want it. all of it. So, You're going to be bald. Cut. Okay. Like a zero. I have a wig ready to go. Hold on. Hold on. Ow! You have so many hangers. <gasps> Give it to Paul. <laughs>
Let him wear it for the, the podcast. <laughs> Wait, I unplugged something. Oh, my headphones. Oh, my okay. headphones. My headphones. We're good. We're good. All right. So the dating game. The dating game. In the 70s, everyone was into it. They were like, oh my God, the fucking dating game. Can you believe this shit? True love. It was raunchy as fuck. And, uh, but like, but like tongue in cheek raunchy. Oh. Yeah. I'll give you some tongue in cheek. Is he knocking on my door or Calvin? Is it our special guest? Yes. Should I bring him in here? Is he quiet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the dating game in a second. Do 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 he wants to join the fun. The dating game. The dating game. The dating game. So in 1978, there was an episode of the dating game that um it was a this time it was like a, a female bachelorette. Ooh. Not not a male bachelorette. That'd Ooh. Be, that'd be something in the 70s, right? Yeah. And uh, she Did had her pick of a lot. On that? No. No. Not God in the no. 70s. That's too unfortunate. Not in the 80s or the 90s. Oh. Ollie, sit. Lay down. Lay down. You're in here with us now. Don't fart. (laughs) He's such a good boy. He is a good boy. He's such a good... Look at him. Look at him. You're so cute. I love you. They love you. It's like I fucking hate you. (laughs) Anyways. In 1978, this bitch was like, Alright, I'm on. My name's Cheryl Bradshaw. That's a bitch name. Yeah, she was totally a bitch. I think but not Bradshaws that much of bitch. But, like, I would say that she's a bad bitch because she follows her instincts. Anyways, as we all know, the setup of the dating game, it is one panelist, and she they, because it's sometimes a guy, can choose from three mystery mm-hmm. people. Yes. To go on a date on with based on how they answer certain questions. Anyways, one of the contestants, and he was bachelor number two, was named Rodney Alcala. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you know this story. Some of you might. Some of you don't. But it's fine. Natalie knows. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Anyways, this guy. This guy, let me go into his background a little bit. Despite being already a convicted rapist oh. and a registered sex offender, oh, no. he was accepted onto the show. Did they know this when they accepted him? Yes. So they're just terrible. This is facts. And the host, uh, Jim Lange, introduced him as a, su- su- a, a successful photographer who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at the age of 13. Fully developed. That's fucking creepy. What the fuck? Like, he just masturbated in a dark room? <laughs> yes. Oh. But that's how the host introduced him. So it's already, <laughs> like, bad. Wait, so he introduced him as a rapist? Yeah. Well, he, he introduced him as a, a photographer. But, oh. like, a dad found his fully developed son. Oh, Jesus in a Christ. Dark room. Right, well, okay. That's already not great. It's weird. And she didn't pick him, right? Uh, unfortunately uh, for Cheryl, she did pick him based on his Jesus responses. Christ. But I mean, it was a blind, yeah, 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 a blind thing. It was just based on how he answered the questions, not necessarily because they had chemistry. It just more so than the other two. I guess the other two were as bland as paper, you know. Well, if she picked a serial <clears throat> killer, yeah. Ollie, if you're gonna be in here, you can't bark and you can't knock. Don't cry at me. Did he cry at me? He cried at you. I love you, though. Give me kisses. No more wire hangers ever. Anyways, so (laughs) Cheryl, after the show, meets Rodney. And she's like, oh, you're bachelor number two? Cool. And they start talking because 
They're supposed to go on a date. Like, the date is paid for by the dating show. Mm-hmm. And so they're supposed to talk about what they're going to do, what's the game plan, that kind of thing. And then Cheryl was just like, I didn't go on a date with him because he was really weird when we were just talking backstage. Good job, Cheryl. Um, She just said he was a very strange guy and um, had bizarre opinions. I don't know what he insinuated their first date should consist of, but it was that bad. He's like, do you want to go skin some cats? (laughs) Yeah. And um, so she didn't end up going on a date with with this woman. And this probably saved her goddamn life. Rodney Alcala, at this point, he had already maybe killed at least two women. He is a serial killer. Putting it out. He was on the dating game. And he was on the dating game. They didn't know he was a serial killer when he went on the dating game. Of course not. They wouldn't put him on the dating game. You never know. Thank you. They wouldn't put him on the dating game had they known, but like they already knew he was a bad guy, hence him being a convicted rapist and a registered sex offender. He seems fine. He's fine. He's down on his luck. You know, girl, they say Oh, that's things. the wine opener. I was like, are they performing oral surgery? I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I was like, waiting for it to explode. Mm. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> Anyways, he had already killed two women. This motherfucker, yeah, he was a photographer, but the thing was, he would take pictures of women he uh, said um, that he was um, trying to hook up with, and um, they would basically, he would be taking victim photos. Oh, God. So he has a lar- large collection of these photos. That's and scary. Uh, his thing was, he would say, hey, I'm a fashion photographer. Would you mind modeling for me? And that's how we draw a lot of these women in. And all these stupid bitches are like, yeah. And they're just Take like, my picture naked. Yeah. Strangle me, daddy. So, and then he did. And they stopped yeah. breathing. <laughs> he sure did. Oh. Just like that. Hmm. It's tradition for the last day of Hanukkah to perform <laughs> surgery on all your guests. (laughs) Craig's gonna come slap you. (laughs) He's gonna be like, you stupid bitch, shut up. That's racist. Is it racist? I don't Um, think it's racism. uh, It depends. Are you making fun of the Jewish race or Judaism? You know what? No, it's all racist now because Judaism is, um, it's a race according to Trump. He signed it into the thing. Wait, Judaism or the, like? Well, if you're, you're Jewish, Jewish, you're a race now. It's not a religion. Well, there's it's both. But you can yes, it's because there's the chosen people of Israel, which are the Jewish people, and then there's people who practice Judaism. Are we Gentiles? Yes, because if I convert to Judaism, my race doesn't change. I'm Jewish. Are you? You know what? <laughs> One time on America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> There Tyra Banks said something that really no, spoke to there me. Was a, there was a contestant that and was I half black and half Jewish, Jewish, and she called herself Bluish. Bluish? Well, okay. she can call herself Bluish. You can call yourself anything you want. I mean, but she could be Jewish. No, no, she was half Jewish. That's what I'm saying. She could be like You know half who's Jewish, half but... Jewish? Lenny Kravitz. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, but yes, you know who's also Jewish? Um, Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I didn't oh. know that about her. Yeah, she recently had her bar mit- her bat mitzvah. Yeah, she it was like a a big deal for her. She mm-hmm. just got baptized. Is she baptized. Jewish by race or did she convert? I think she converted. She, then it's not I don't a race think, thing. I think. No, I think her dad is Jewish. I think she, yeah, but then mm. it just. They well, weren't then, following the religion. So then but she was like, Jewish by race, but not by religion. Then she yeah, converted. I think now she converted. See, that's messy. I need to. We need to find someone to tell us these things. Yeah. Well, I think she might have been Jewish by religion in the first place because her dad is. But if Jewish she wasn't by, practicing, then. So you you're still not converted. It's like if you're Catholic and then you well, stop she did practicing convert. and then you're. Oh, Catholic. Oh, that's true. Yeah, unless she was Catholic she or did, Christian. She did choose a different religion and then went back. I think so. Yeah. Is that still converting? Yeah. Oh, 
So not only did he have a bunch of photographs of women that he was like, hey, be a fashion model for me, and he ended up killing, he also had a bunch of teenage boys there, too. Oh. He was oh, so very... He's a pedophile. Yeah, he, um... It was very much about control. Mm-hmm. With him. Um, what else was I saying? He was a freak. He was a freak. He was a freak. Also... If you put Rodney Alcala and, um, well, he's dead now, but Richard Ramirez in a room together, you would swear they're brothers. Ooh. They're both from Texas. Okay. Oh. Um, moral of the story, don't trust Texans. Don't, I don't trust, trust Texans anyway. Don't no. trust Texans that suddenly moved to Los Angeles, okay? Texas yeah. is boring. That's oh. why everyone turns oh. to murder. There's oh. nothing to do there. There's a, we have a co-worker who's from Texas who just moved here. Oh, who is it? She's from. She's from. Wait, she's from San wait, Antonio. We have a coworker. Who? El, or El Paso or something like that. Who? Crystal. She's from Texas. You, the girl who didn't want to clean. <gasps> oh my god! I thought she worked there. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to us. She's from Texas. Yeah, she's from Texas. That. There's too many new people. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I don't There's know any of them. So many new people. My throat's itchy. Am I having a reaction? Yes, I haven't worked with Crystal in like. Two months. Does she still work there? Uh, yeah, I'm actually covering her shifts next week because she's having surgery. Does them. Mo still work there? Yes. But Did anyone Mondo. want my shift next week? You can have all of them. Um, I cannot because oh, I... Sad. He's a shift lead. He, he doesn't stoop that low. Well, no, not that, but <laughs> they would not let me close and have another shift lead there. That's a waste of money. And they could just give it to some <laughs> random person. Lots of things Starbucks does is a waste of money. That's true. But labor... Like that John Legend concert that they had for all of the managers of America? That was important, okay? They needed that. They needed that cold They needed it. Supposedly, Alcala had a genius level IQ. He graduated from UCLA. Nah. I mean... Anyone could... But like... (laughs) But with like a degree in fine arts. Oh. Okay, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. In the end. Oh, he was in the army, too. <laughs> oh, he studied film under Roman Polanski, another known pedophile. Ew. That explains Who things. still makes movies and still receives rewards to this Like, day. I don't give a shit if your wife was killed in a horrible, brutal way. That does not make it okay for you to, like, have sex with a child. And then he fled the country, and they refused to extradite, so mm-hmm. he... And then the academy and then still gives like, them awards. The, the big deal is like, oh, they dropped the charges. She doesn't even want anything to do with the case anymore. Yeah, because it's been traumatic. Also, because, because all of you people keep defending him because of his art. Hollywood is full of pedophile pedophiles. apologists mm-hmm. and pedophiles. You That's know it. what? You know what? You're not gonna find here a pedophile apologist no. because we're gonna fucking burn them at no, the stake. There you go. All Fuck you. We're extremist here. Same, uh, the creator of Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. He was a convicted sex offender and convicted pedophile who was released from prison and then was allowed to make a new Jeepers Creepers movie. Oh, God. And it was released. And then if you go back and watch those movies, they have, like, nearly naked scenes with little boys. So creepy. I don't like All of his this. movies are like that. No, it's terrible. And I won't watch his movies now. The same with I won't watch Roman Polanski movies. I don't care how good the pianist yeah. is. Adrian Brody can suck my dick. I won't watch well, any... Uh, no one even knows where Woody Adrian Allen Brody movies. is because one time he did a racist thing on Saturday Night Live and people were like, fuck you, Adrian Brody. Also, your nose is really big. It's distracting me. Ooh, you know what movie Adrian Brody was in? Angels in the Outfield. He's one of the baseball players. Was he really? Oh. Yes. I Watch it on Disney Plus. Play, I'm not going to play baseball. No, you I know what? I don't know if Adrian Brody's shitty or not. I just don't think he's that great of an actor. No. I haven't seen him in a minute. Anyways, um, supposedly we're at an hour. <laughs> That's supposedly, Rodney yeah. Alcala's victim list could span anywhere between five and a hundred victims. Oh it just hit me. I'm so drunk. <laughs> Five and a hundred oh victims. <laughs> and his murders spanned between two years, 1977 to 1979. He killed a hundred people two years. <laughs> that man was busy and he was on the dating game. Yeah, and he was on the dating game. Dude, 
I couldn't even and get myself only, out of bed until like I do, 11 today. And then I, the I don't only, murder people and I don't get dates. Let's see. One, two, three, Same. four, five. He only has five known victims, but because of what he said and revealed uh-huh. during, what did they call it? Interrogation. Interrogation. <laughs> um... He might have way more. Also, he has like pictures of people that they think are missing, but they can't confirm it. Because a lot of his victims, and this is because they are a, um, what do they call it? Minority. A minority, but also like, um, homeless. Yeah. Um, a lot of prostitutes. Colored? Oh. They're people of color. They are a lot of people of color. He was kind of just like women, like, Little boys, if you're throwing yourself at me, I'm going to kill you. And That's I why took no one, pictures of them. So, no one um, notices serial killers until they start killing white people. And mm-hmm. then, um, well, he was sentenced in 2010, finally. He was sentenced to death oh my in God, California. It was recently. Yeah. But, um, of course, it's he probably is just going to end up um, doing life in prison. Well, we don't have the death penalty. We don't have the death penalty. It's been on hold for a long while now. Which is fine. Um, I don't agree with the They released penalty, all the pictures of the people he took pictures of oh, because order. they are like um, fashion photos. They weren't like pictures yeah, yeah. of the they crime. They were hoping that people would be able to identify them. Yeah, so they're out there on the internet. So if uh, you want to check that out, you can. It's out there. I'm not going to post it anywhere mm-hmm. because, one, I'm lazy, and two, that seems kind of creepy to me. Yeah, creepy. I don't like doing but, that But, like, stuff. they've been asking the public to help identify these people for a very long time. Also, um, there's a lot more to this story, but I'm very drunk, so I'm not going to finish it. (laughs) Also, fuck Rodney Alcala. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Fuck all the murderers. Fuck all the murderers. And pedophiles. And pedophiles. Pedophiles. Fuck all the rapists. Fuck the rapists. Um, Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too, guys. We live in a post me too world. We live in a society. Cheers. We don't live in a post Me Too world. No, this is a current a Me Too, Too world. world. We are in a Me Too we world, are. but we're trying to live in a post Me Too world. We're trying to. We're live. trying to correct. It's hard when the, the president wrongs. of the United I drew States, Michael Larson. This is what he looks like. You know what Rodney Alcala looks I like. I do. Look, I do know what Rodney Alcala looks like. You should like. draw him next. And um, that's that's my story. Ooh. I'm sticking to it. Draw draw the guy from my story. <laughs> he looks like um. What's his name? What's the actor's name? He has like slightly poofy hair. He was in, um, Adrian he, Brody. A, he looks like Adrian, exactly like Adrian Brody, but with <laughs> poofy hair. And not a big nose. Adrian Brody and Adrian, um, what's his name? I'm just Googling celebs with poofy hair because Adrian I Adrian Brody is the guy from the OC, right? Oh, no. okay, um... So anyways, um, we're coming out with more episodes. I know this because we're recording one after this Don't one. Don't tell them that. You're going to ruin the magic. We're ruining the magic of when will they post. So, um, yeah, check us out. We're on. We're most active on Instagram. We have a Facebook. There's a Twitter. I don't post there, but I mean, it's there. Um, and Natalie drew Rodney Alcala. It's a beautiful portrait. I mean, it's an ugly portrait. He's a horrible person. But um, we might post it on Instagram. Check us out. We're BB Michelada or the body, the blood, the Michelada. The body, the blood, the Michelada. And if you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you have Podbean, you could leave a comment there. We also do comments on Facebook, but mostly active on Instagram. Um, also, if you're that person from Ontario, if, if you actually exist, please reach out to us because we do want to give you a sticker because, oh my God, we have a fan we have a that fan we, don't, we know. don't know. And if you do know us, just tell us who um, it is so we don't feel as uh, bad. Um, what did we talk about in the last episode? What did we talk about in the last episode? We talked about birthday bitches. And oh, no, no. Uh, bad badass bitches. Badass bitches. Who did I talk about? Birthday. Did I talk about Julia Child? Was you talked me? about Julia Child. Julia Child. All of that was real. She's 
badass she's, bitch. She's that badass. She's a cool, really I've talked about bitch. Poncho Barnes, the aviator, the uh, owner of the Happy Bottoms Writing Club. I think that's what it's called. He looks like a dog. <laughs> Real person. There are movies. There are documentaries. Please watch them all because they are amazing. And I think more people need to know the story about Poncho Barnes because, oh, my God, she was a badass. She was a badass. Natalie. I talked about Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything true. She was amazing. Oh, your house is burning down. Oh, thank oh, God. Oh, fuck. No, no, that's not a... Sm- that's the fridge being open. Oh, okay. Oh. But, yeah, she was amazing. She's the reason we have the Dick Van Dyke show. She's the reason we have Star Trek. So, because they had the Dick Van Dyke, though. The Dick Van Dyke show. The Mary Tyler Moore show. We um, also had the Mary Tyler Moore show. Mm-hmm. We had um, Rhoda. Yeah. Rhoda. The other shows that were spinoffs of that. Mm-hmm. Television. She was a pioneer. Did yes. she have anything to do with Andy Griffith? I think she did get Andy Griffith his start, too. She's a badass bitch. Oh, Ron Howard. He's still around. Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ron Howard. And he did Solo, a Star Wars story. A Star Wars story. Oh, my God. Tell us your opinions on The Rise of Skywalker. I I have a lot of mixed ones. No, I loved it. 100% loved it. I would watch it again. Um... I still think Rogue One is the best of the new movies. Yeah, Rogue One too. is the best. I think Rogue One is the best one. And then it, it would go like Rogue One and then The Force Awakens and then Rise of Skywalker and then Last Jedi of the new ones. Okay. And Mandalorian is next to it but at the top because The Mandalorian is amazing. It's its own thing. Amazing. So good. And we're getting a new season of Clone Wars in February. I the heard. animated series. Yes. And we're getting a separate movie, uh, a Star Wars story made separate from the trilogy. We're getting the Brian Johnson trilogy. We're getting the Obi-Wan show. Mm-hmm. There's so much Star Wars coming out. I'm so excited. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This was the Game Show. Help control the pet population. Uh, get your pets spayed and neutered. Yes. Spay and neuter your pets. Spay and neuter Be your pets. responsible. Bye. 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 Thank you.